Welcome to this remastered version of a 2015 series called Judge Awarung Radio. This series was made possible by a community grant from the Mount Alexander Shire Council. Created for Main FM to be aired as short 5-10 to 10 minute segments to highlight and celebrate local Indigenous culture past and present. The series was shortlisted for the 2016 Reconciliation Victoria Heart Awards. For ease of listening, we've edited them together and have linked episodes by theme rather than representing the order that they were originally broadcast in. So every time you hear the didgeridoo, you'll know it's the beginning or the end of an episode. We hope you enjoy it. Listening to a glimpse into the history and culture of the Jajawarung people. Presented by Uncle Rick Nelson and Ali Hanley. Once a fortnight, local Aboriginal children gather at the Old Yapine Primary School and have cultural lessons called The Meeting Place. And today we're going to listen to a traditional story as retold by some of these children. Um, my name's Kyan, this is Alice. We're from the Emu Skin group, which is called Barrymore. Yeah. There's about seven or eight kids in the Barrymore group and we all wrote the story together. Barrymore and the poultry. Polarch. P- yeah, Polarch. In the new dreamy on Bunjil's Jara country, there lived an emu called Barrymore. Barrymore loved where he lived and had a great life. But one day, a buck monster turned up. The bucker, a dingo, was huge and very, very mean. When Barrymore saw Bucker, he ran as fast as he could, which was pretty fast, across the grassland. Bucker however, was just as quick and chased and, cha- and chased Barrymore. Bar- Barrymore dived under a cherry bullet tree and crouched down and hid. The pullout had often seen Barrymore strutting around near where she lived, so she was worried when Barrymore hid, shivering and panting underneath her. Bucker had his no- nose to the ground, trying to find Barrymore. He started sniffing around. Blood was frightened, but she also wanted to save the friendly emu. Plach pushed the seeds out of her fruit. The seeds landed on Bacchus's head. Now it was his turn to be frightened. He never had a tree attack him before. Bacchus put his tail between his legs and ran away, never to return to this spooky place where trees attacked Bacchus monsters. Barrymore was so grateful that he wanted to help Pulach. He asked what he could do. Palach told him that if he was to eat the fruit, then go to another place 
and Kuni, then her seeds would be spread. Baramal thought that this was a great idea because he'd get to eat the lovely fruit and also help Palach. So that was Kyan and Alice telling us the story of Baramal and the Polach tree. They are both students at the meeting place and telling these stories in their own words was one of the many interesting activities that these kids do at the meeting place uh, on a fortnightly basis. In today's program, we're going to have a chat to Kyan, who is one of the students at the meeting place. She is talking to us with the help of Julie McHale, who facilitates the meeting place and has recently won the Citizen of the Year Award from our local council. I'm going to talk about Kahuna. It's where some Jara Jara people are. We... We went up from the Jarajara land to the Barapa people's land, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. How did we get up there? We went on a bus. On a little bus. And when we got there, what were, we, what were the Barapa people looking for that we were going to help them with? Um, the, on the trees, what were we looking scars. for? Scars. Yes, we are looking for scars on the trees. And did we find any? Yes. Lots? Yes. Yep, we did find lots. And what did we do with the kabungi reeds? We made it into string. Yep. And what else did we do with the roots of them? We ate them. Did you like them? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. You know, before you said you didn't like them very much. But we cooked them in the fire, didn't we? Yeah. Yep. I didn't like the um, big one because they Till we are the end and slime comes out. Yes, yeah, well slime done. Comes slime comes out. Slime comes right. out, it does too. So how did you know that you could see a scar tree? How, could you, how, what could you see? Uh, it was like, there was like a big hole and then a scar down the middle. What do they make from the bark they take out of the scars? What, is, what did they make? They made um, little whacking sticks that you can whack with. What about the great big one that was right next to the river that the Barapa people would be able to use when they're going fishing? Can you remember what they would use it for? A canoe. Yeah, they made canoe and they made bowls. But you want to talk about the other thing that we made when we were up there. Can you remember the name of the boy who took us over to get that? Uh Uh-uh. His name was Harry. And we went and found a special tree, didn't we? And uh-huh. then what did he do? He had an axe. He, what did he do? He, he like, he chopped it a bit, like, to make it loose. He, he chopped the ground, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he chopped the ground around the tree. And then he wobbled it. Yeah. Till it come out. Yeah. yeah. And... So this is a little tree. Yeah, a fairly little tree. About as thick as Cayenne's arm this tree was and what when he pulled it out of the ground what was on it bark spikes yeah and what did what did um the barapa people use those for um a big whacking stick a big whacking stick that we often call a bundi yeah don't we what do you think they would be whacking animals yeah so they can have their dinner yeah yep how long was the bus trip to get there uh 
It wasn't that long. Well, it kind of was. About an hour and a half yeah, to an get hour there. And, a half. and then out in the bush, wasn't it? And we found a blue tongue when we got there. <laughs> and we saw a tortoise. That's right. Good. You're remembering lots of things now, aren't you? What else can you remember? I can remember that I saw little fishies in that river. Yeah, little fish in the river, because we were right next to the big Murray River, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah? In, near a swamp? Yeah. I saw some little... It was... Um, there were some ducks walking at the back. There was, too. <laughs> some ducks. They might have babies now. What did um what we, did we do with the blue tongue lizard? We we had a little hold of it, then we let it go. Hmm, did too. It was only a little one, wasn't it? Yeah. It wasn't a great big one. <laughs> and it, I think its tail was cut off. Yeah, it looked like um something had bitten it on the tail. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Cayenne, do you have a favourite song at the moment? Uh, that's our original black black and white fellow. White white black fellow. fellow. White fella. talking to another one of the students from the meeting place, Montana. Um, hi, Montana. Hi. You are one of the students at the meeting place. Yep. How long have you been going there? Uh, about for like three, four years. Wow. So what grade are you in? Um, four. Okay, at school. What's your favourite thing about going to the meeting place? Mm, well, like doing all the activities and learning about my culture and like seeing my family and that. So, does much of your family go to the meeting place? Yeah. How many family members do you reckon you have there? Well, about like, Scatiana. It's like, mum, sometimes she goes. Yeah. And like, Auntie Julie, yeah. Kath. Like, yeah. So, you've got cousins yeah, who go cousins. there? And do you have brothers or sisters who go there too? Uh, yeah. Cool. And I know that at the meeting place you have uh, skin groups. Which yeah. one are you in? I mean crow. Crow. And what's the Aboriginal word for crow? Um, wah. Wah. And do you do activities just with the people who are in your skin group? Yeah. Do you know um, any stories about wah? Who's wah? Wah's a crow. And there's a story, there's a story about him, how he, ter- how he turned black. He used to be white. Wow, so how did he turn black? Well, one time there was a bushfire and he landed in the fire and he turned black from all the ash. What are some of the activities that you really enjoy at the meeting place? What do you do? Well, like there's cooking and there's like throwing spears 
and like there's like these games like emu eggs and but like you don't actually use them you use pebbles anything else you want to say about the meeting place I just want to say that I love going there to be with all my family and spending time and yeah. Did you meet, uh, did you make any new friends from different schools who you didn't know before? Uh, I made like maybe like Shakira and like it's probably Tani. I met her at the meeting place. That's how we met. And you're really good friends now? Yeah. That's great. And do you feel like um, more confident in being Aboriginal since going to the meeting place? Yeah. So what does that mean? Do you ever do stuff at school or do you do ceremonies or anything like that? Like, no, we don't really do ceremonies at school and, yeah. But, like, at the meeting place we do, like, about, like, like, what? ceremony is and like how Uncle Rick like sets it up what kind of like plants he uses yeah so when he does a smoking ceremony it's what plants he uses to make the smoke that sort of thing is that what you mean yeah yeah great all right well thanks for talking to me yeah my name's Ali and I've been talking to Montana one of the students at the meeting place Listening to a glimpse into the history and culture of the Jaja Wurrung people. Presented by Uncle Rick Nelson and Ali Hanley.